0: Garon Perot, columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers Podcast. Today we're catching up with Burley Minerals. The ASX code is BUR. Trading at 19.5 cents for a market cap of just under $20 million. And million. I'll make a note there that the stock has been on a bit of a march uh, through September. The market finally, it seems, getting chewed into Burley's pivot into lithium exploration in Quebec where we find, oh, there's probably half a dozen or so lithium explorers on the ASX have uh, chosen Quebec. Burley's slightly different in the sense that it's uh, down south, so it's not up in the wilds there of the north. Its main project is not far from Valdor, which uh, they told me is the Kalgoorlie of Canada, and uh, an interesting project called CHUB, C-H-U-B-B. Now, to bring us up to speed on what the company's doing there, we have the managing director, Stuart McCallion, with us. G'day Stuart, how's it going? G'day Barry, thanks very much for having me today. I'm there. It's not one I've come across before, is it? hell from? Yeah,
1: look, it's it, we're we're Northern Irish, Barry, you know, so we uh, we left Northern Ireland in the early 70s and went to Canada and where I was raised, obviously. Southern Irish
0: background myself, so we don't need to discuss which part's better. But anyway, Stuart, you've got an interesting story here with Chubb. So, uh, set the scene for us. Talk about the entry into it this year, its location near Valdor. And obviously, it's a strategic location being 10 kilometers from um, the uh, Sayona uh, Piedmont Concentrator there, about 10 kilometers away. So just set the scene for us.
1: Certainly. Uh, look, uh, so Burley picked up the Chubb claims earlier this year. Uh, again, these claims are, as you had mentioned earlier, just outside about 30 Ks as the crow flies from Valdor. And as you have suggested as well, look, Valdor is the Calgary of Quebec. As I've mentioned numerous times before, it has a long history of gold mining. It's sitting on a greenstone belt that extends from Valdor all the way across West to Timmins in Ontario. So uh, I can't, because Timmins is like the, the of, of of Ontario, rather. But you've got this large mining community that extends for hundreds of kilometers. Basically, it's like It's like the green stones that we have here in in western australia but turn them 90 degrees so uh everything is in valdor you know uh service providers contractors and of course professionals um so it makes our life very very easy and it's uh the chubb lithium claims are only three kilometers from a a sealed road on uh crown land that's been largely logged recently so access has been uh, fantastic so we, we picked up the claims, uh, as I said earlier this year, we started drilling in April and, uh, and as our, we all are familiar, you know, we had to, to pull out come, uh, sort of late May because of the wildfires in Quebec. So the Quebec, uh, the province of Quebec just said, okay, everybody out. Um, it's pretty dry. And so whether you're working in mining or exploration or logging or whatnot, Everyone had to pull out because the situation was quite dire, including us. So we, uh, we had to, we had a cessation of drilling in, in sort of late May through June. However, uh, when the heavy equipment ban was lifted in early July, we were back in drilling the very next day. And again, that is because of the convenience of where we are. Our drilling contractor said, are we ready to go? And I said, we're ready to go. Or, or Brian Dixon, our chairman said, we're ready to go. So, um, we were back drilling, uh, the next day, you know, basically the guys went in with some chainsaws, cleared out. We had all the permits ready. So they were drilling early July and we finished 5,200 meters of drilling or just under by the end of July. And I happened to be back in Canada, uh, visiting family. I had planned a a holiday with my, with my, my family to go back and see our, our extended family in Canada and well before Brian had approached me about this role. And, uh, and then when I accepted the role, obviously in, in sort of late, early June, um, you know, I said, Brian, I'm going to be in Toronto, uh, in, uh, in July and he said, well, listen, let's meet up in Montreal. Uh, we talked to some of our colleagues there before driving up to Valdor, And look, I can't say enough about the place. And, and really the, the, the people there are fabulous. They're very, you know, uh, welcoming. And certainly the effort that our contractors and professionals, geologists and, and tenement managers and whatnot have been making to help us along has been bloody great, it's been
0: excellent. Have we uh, seen results from that drilling
1: program yet? So that's just coming in now. So we're starting to compile uh, those results as we speak and put together some visuals. However, just after the drilling program uh, finished, we, we ran right into a geophysics survey a uh, ambient uh, noise tomography. It's basically passive seismic geophysics uh, that we spread out over the known sort of uh, 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 dikes. And I'll just go back a little bit about this. So at Chubb, there's uh, some 35 mineral claims over 1,500 hectares, but we've only explored two of those claims in the sort of central west side of the claim area. And that's where you see really uh, outcropping big pegmatite dikes with, you know, large spodumene crystals. And so it, it, it's there. It's, it's obvious that it's there. But that starts to plunge to the south uh, as you sort of go into more, uh, let's say, overburden. So we started this geophysics survey in an effort to really identify or target where the, that plunge is going and looking for that structure to the south, but also to look for parallel structures to the east, and as you had sort of noted in your uh, introduction, and thank you very much for that. Um, you know, if you look at North American lithium, uh, there North American lithium's uh, a resource model, and again, North American lithium is only ten kilometers as the crow flies from Chubb. It is a it's a network of dikes. They have fifty million tons at about one point three percent lithium. And it's a network of parallel dikes. Of course, this is something that I am ty- trying to emulate. So I'm looking for more, I'm looking for extension of the known dikes to the south and to the north, but also I'm looking for more parallel dikes to the east where we're starting to drop into, so overburden and a little bit of glacial till. So we've had success, we're continuing to drill, we're continuing to extend the known system at Chubb Central, but. More importantly then, and you would have seen the release earlier this week, uh, we we completed some more mapping and geochemical analysis. Now, when Brian and I were back on site, and or back, we in Valdor and on site in, in July, rather, we were driving all around with our geologist and we drove up to the north end of the, of the tenements or the claims, rather, and there's big white rock outcropping up there and the pegmatites. And we said, you know, what, what's going on up here and uh and our geo's like look i think that's the mother and you got to think about how these this these pegmatites are formed you're thinking about like you got the canadian shield these by the way these rocks are very similar in age to what we have here in western australia this green stone facies rubbing up against the big granite sort of batholith type thing or pluton uh some geologists may correct me there um but it's, it's squeezing up, but you're getting these sort of large sort of felsic, which is uh, feldspar and silica rich kind of intrusions that's pushing into it. And that's what we see up at the north end of Chubb. And I said, he said to me, he goes, ah, oh, that's the mother. So I don't think there's anything in there. He said, look, you know, it's, it's mostly feldspar and quartz. And I said, okay, all right. So we're not really looking up there, but we maybe should we take some rock chips now. Dave Crook is on our board as well. Dave Crook is uh you know he's a geologist. So I'm sure you've talked to Dave. And uh he you know he's got 30 odd years experience and but in the last 10-15 years Dave has really been focusing on LCT pegmatites and Dave's specialty is geochemistry. He's really interested in the geochem. So we sent uh one of J- Dave's porters to 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 Chubb to go and have a closer look. And uh, Emily went up she mapped it. She went up, she started with the XRF. She was looking at taking samples, doing XRF readings on a lot of these pegmatite outcrops in the North End. And so she's saying, look, she came back to us and said, you guys, that's not the mother. And I said, what do you mean it's not the mother? She goes, that's "That's not the mother. That's something in between. So we know we have mineralization to the South. It's sticking out of the ground. And what I thought was the mother, that is that that big felsic intrusion that's pushing up against the granite and it just crystallizes this sort of feldspar and quartz. It's actually, she said, look, I've, I've done some geochem, I've done some analysis. She goes, I think this is fertile ground. I said, well, that changes everything, doesn't it? And she's like, well, it does. And so that's what we were suggesting in the news this week. We're saying, look, folks, that area that we see, in that big sort of large area to the north, that north end of Chubb. That's, uh, that's, that's potential fertile area. What we thought was barren is potentially fertile. So, you know, it's very exciting for us. We know we have mineralization at Chubb Central. We can see it on the ground. We've drilled it. We've assayed it. It's there. There's no question about it. Big chunky spodumene crystals sticking out of the ground, like big long, you know, 20 centimeter long crystals, at least and extensions. And we've seen it in the core, et cetera. But what you're looking for is what's in between, you know, what's in between the sort of source, you know, melt, and where you're getting these this lithium uh, crystallization as spodumene, and so that's what we're looking at now, and it's it's very exciting for us.
0: Right. So that's a four thousand meter program in the north that you've uh, just recently announced.
1: Well, look, we 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 started drilling as soon as we finished the the uh, geophysics survey and the mapping. Uh, we remobilized the drill rigs, and we started that four thousand meter uh program as we are doing some more analysis on the uh on the geochemistry and so when M, uh returned and she said look let's let's and we had this discussion with dave crook as well what and uh, let's go and refocus so we are drilling at uh Chubb Central we see that there is this fertility up at or potential fertility rather up at the north end let's Finish what we're doing at Chubb Central for now, and then let's move up to uh, to the North End. And basically, I, Barry, I've got I've got <laughs> I've got a four thousand meter program in progress at the moment, but the clock is ticking now. It's uh, September twenty one in Australia. Uh, it's still it's still the twenty first or twentieth in in Canada because moose hunting season is coming up, and I've got to pull the rig out for a couple of weeks. So I'm trying to get as much drilling done
0: between now and October as I can talking about moose hunting season i was just write if we get a feel for what the operating environment there is like in terms of you know getting permission to drill uh being able to push roads in for drill sites that sort of thing
1: yeah barry look we have uh, listen i I'm, I'm i've been i have been pleasantly surprised frankly and look you know um yeah you know, I, I grew up in canada and uh my, our perception in Anglophone Canada that was, Quebec was always a difficult place to operate. However, I have my my attitude has changed remarkably since uh, getting involved with Burley and, and particularly with Chubb. So access to the site has been expedited. It's it's been it's been we we applied for drilling permits, you know, not long after getting the the or acquiring Chubb So acquiring Chubb in February, applied for drilling permits in March and early April, we were drilling, you know, I, I, and that was it. And it's been expeditious. It's been facilitated. Um, and so again, easy access into this site. It's literally three kilometers from a sealed road. There's logging tracks throughout this area because it is crown land, so uh, road construction is quite easy around here as well, because there's, there's gravel, there's ubiquitous gravel, you know, it's, it's all over the place. So you can go and borrow from here and, 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 build a pad, but also clearing and, and whatnot has been relatively easy as well, because frankly, uh, you know, the guys the our contractor, you know, pulls out his chainsaw and, and clears some trees, it's not a problem. The trees tend to grow back quite rapidly in this terrain. So, you know, and again, most of the claim area or claims area rather have been logged. Um, (laughs) which just kind of reveals these, uh, you know, these, uh, these hunting stands (laughs) because the guys, the hunters build like a a tripod or a a stand in the trees. And when it's, uh, when it comes to sort of moose and deer hunting season, they go and perch themselves up there for, for the day and, and, uh, and, and hunt the, uh, the big beasts
0: in resource estimates. What's the situation then?
1: A preliminary or maiden resource estimate is not obviously mutually exclusive from really growing the resource. You know, my, my, my objective right now is to continue to find more. I want to grow this resource. I want to, I, I want to find another North American lithium naturally. You know, I mean, that's the, that's, that, that is my, my objective make this something big like that. So, but you know, we we got to see where we ran, we, where we land rather. So, you know, I, I could probably put together either. I have enough information. Now I could put something together for Chubb central, but again, it's a, it's a, it's a bit of, um, I, I I'd like to look for more looking for more parallel dikes. and again, as we move into winter uh at uh in Quebec obviously this is the winter time will 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 fast approach us um there are some areas that are currently quite swampy and wet but will be made easier to explore when the ground is frozen in a few months time so again looking for i've got some some indicative uh structural anomalies that the that the geophysics uh, survey has identified and I'd like to test those so again, those would be easier tested when, uh, we've got frozen ground and I don't need to build
0: a, a small barge to get out to this area. Given the location and the you know, rail and road, I was just wondering, do you see any uh, potential for, a uh, direct shipping operation or DSI? Actually Barry, you know, look, I, there's a, there's a, a
1: fantastic opportunity. Look, because of where we are, again, I 30 k from Baldor. There are numerous, uh, uh rail, uh, uh, sidings in Val d'Or, you know, the current there's currently logging and whatnot moving out of, uh, out of Val d'Or and neighboring communities. So, uh, CN rail runs through Val d'Or and that railway runs all the way to, uh, to Montreal and Trois-Rivières and Quebec city. And obviously that railway then connects into. Uh, the railway that feeds the, you know, the big North American centers. This is leading into, uh, upstate New York. And from upstate New York, you go to Detroit and Cleveland and Chicago and, and Boston and New York and Philadelphia. I mean, everything is there and the network is there. So the, the infrastructure is there. Furthermore, very also, and just as important, Montreal, Toile, it's on the St. Lawrence Seaway, which is one of the major shipping routes in the world point is the infrastructure is there which facilitates a DSO. So yes, of course we're considering a DSO and, and the current market and of course the current pricing for DSO suggests that you could possibly, possibly again, start off with a relatively small operation but still generate some fairly decent cash flow. Again, it's something we're considering. One thing I need to get my head around of course is the regulatory environment in Quebec. And I'm heading back to uh, to Quebec uh, later in October, again, to obviously to touch base with our geologists and contractors and service providers in Val d'Or, but also, uh, and just as importantly, to get a feeling for, you know, the approvals process and what we need to do to, if we're looking, thinking about a larger project or thinking about something smaller to begin with. You know what? What? What strategically can we do here? And look, what is the opportunity to to start generating cash at a, at a
0: relatively early stage? What should we think then about the proximity to the the North America lithium joint venture, you know, mine and um, a concentrator, the only uh, Canada's only operating lithium mine? Is is barely necessarily tied into you know some strategic outcome with that or? we've just been talking about to you so do you beat your own path yeah look
1: i mean it, it, it we see that as an opportunity certainly you know and and and, and brian has had discussions in the past with with siona um before uh, i was engaged with burley and it's certainly something that we would like to um revitalize uh, you know, obviously Siona, Piedmont, uh, as part of the North American lithium, they have several, uh, assets in the neighborhood. I'm, you know, I think I understand things are, 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 moving well. They North American lithium shipped their first, uh, uh, Spodumene con in August. I'm looking forward to their next, uh, shipment. It seems like there's naturally with a new operation. There's a, there's a few growing pains and a few. Bugs that you need to, or, or wrinkles that you need to iron out, and and they're getting there. However, you know, if we have something that they were interested in, we would certainly be willing to 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 discuss that with them.
0: Uh, one thing uh, I find a bit curious, I mentioned earlier that uh, there's a bunch of ASX companies uh, looking for lithium in uh, Quebec, obviously other parts of Canada as well. But on average, I'd say their market cap is somewhere between I don't know, thirty and sixty million. Uh, some of them. Um, haven't confirmed Spodgimane yet. Um, some of them are uh, drilling or have a maiden resource, but none of them are particularly more advanced than you guys, and I would argue that where you are is a better location. So explain to me why your market cap is just under 20 and not not the 30, 60 average out there. Barry, it's a, it's a mystery to us as well, frankly. You know, uh, I,
1: I think that, uh, you know, the, the other ASX um Groups have fairly large land holdings up in James Bay. James Bay, recall, is a few hundred kilometers north of where we are. Um, you know, I, I, I'm confident that there are spodumene resources up there, and I, I think we've already seen that. And so it, it's very, it's very prospective. Um, you know, I, I've worked in in northern uh, Canada as well. I, I started in exploration in northern Canada in the nineties. I recognize the challenge of getting in and out of these places. You need some big resources. And I, and I bet there are big resources up there, but you'll need to build some long roads to get to those resources as well. So, you know, look, you know, we, 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 uh, you know, we, we like taking a, you know, a bit of a punt, you know, on these. And, and I think there's, I think the resources are up there. Um, You know, uh, they're big land holdings. Um, It's gonna take a while to get these developed. I don't know why there, there's a, not a little bit more joy in our space because I, I can see that there's an opportunity to bring this to market uh, relatively rapidly.
0: And I guess, well, it's an evolving story. You uh, you only picked them up earlier this year, so um, once all that uh, information from the uh, drilling programs rolls in. Um, and I did mention that the stock has been on a bit of a tear um, in September, so it could be the
1: start of a, a re yeah, I think so. I think so too. You know, I, and again, we are, you know, obviously getting into Chubb North uh, very soon and, uh, and that opens up a whole new area for us. So I'm, I'm very excited about exploring, uh, you know, a few Ks north of where we are right now.
0: Righty, Stuart. You've outlined a fascinating story for us there in uh, the southwest corner of Quebec. We'll be watching with interest and uh, good luck with
1: it all. Very good. Uh, thanks very much, Barry. It's been a pleasure talking to you today. Cheers. Bye. Thanks.